I'm joined now by RNZ business reporter Anan Zaki. And Anan, our tight labour market is showing signs of easing. Kia ora Ben, yes, uh, as you may have heard in the news, unemployment has increased to 3.9% in the third quarter. Stats NZ labour market data for the three months ended September also shows wages rose 4.3% but slowing from its peak earlier this year. The numbers are largely in line with market expectations and the Reserve Bank's unemployment forecast of 3.8%. To discuss these numbers further, I am joined by ANZ economist Henry Russell. Good afternoon, Henry. Um, look, the labour market has been the last part of the economy to turn soft. Is this a clear sign that conditions are, in fact, easing? Yeah, I think we are starting to get into the, to that point now. So what the story has been through this year in terms of the rise in the unemployment rate, it's been a supply story the surge in net migration, what we saw in today's figures is now labour demand is clearly cooling. So employment contracted in the quarter and the labour force participation rate um, came off its peak. So that suggests that some of those fringe workers who'd been pulled into the labour market at the height of its of, of tightness are starting to exit and ultimately those are good signs for the Reserve Bank that, that the labour market is at or near maximum sustainable employment. Yeah, and wage pressure um, has been a big factor in inflation. Um, Has it now peaked as well? Yeah, so wage pressures does look to have peaked in line with the fact that we've moved past the peak tightness in the labour market. But there's still a lot of persistence there, and that will be a concern for the Reserve Bank. But today's data did highlight that... Well, wages came across, came in broadly weaker than they had expected, so that's positive for the inflation outlook. But there is a little bit of a divergence opening up. Um, private sector wages are off their peaks, but public sector wages are, are, are rising sharply. Some of that reflects one-off boosts, um, particularly in the education and healthcare sectors. But if the labour market does remain tight, there are risks of some spillover from stronger public wage, public sector wages into private sector. Just how big a role, Henry, has migration played in calling the labour market? Uh, It's played a substantial role uh, this year. I mean, 110,000 extra people in the country in the past 12 months net. That's certainly helping to, that that certainly eased a lot of the the, the pressures we've seen. But as I mentioned, I think it's important to note that in today's numbers, we saw evidence that the demand side of the economy of the labour market is now cooling as well. So it's no longer just a supply story, and that's really critical for the Reserve Bank that they can be confident that the labour market is now turning and that it's moving into a disinflationary state. Yeah, and on the Reserve Bank, you know, they want the labour market to cool, of course. I mean, does this lessen the risk of a rate hike early next year? Uh, yes, it, it, it does. It does lessen that risk. Um, They'll, they'll be pretty happy with, with the numbers they've seen today. but And it's important to note, though, that inflation still remains very high, domestic-driven inflation in particular. And there are upside risks to demand, stemming from migration in particular, things like the housing market and just demand more broadly across the economy. So when they when they meet in November, they are going to have to update some of their forecasts. We think their domestic or non-tradable inflation forecasts and GDP starting point will need to be updated, but they'll be weighing that against what looks to be a a cooler labour market than they had expected. 
And just uh, while we have you, Henry, we also had the latest financial stability report this morning from the Reserve Bank uh, suggesting households, businesses and uh, financial institutions are in good shape. But uh, how soon can we start to see the stresses? Um, I think one of the key drivers of that will be um, how quickly the unemployment rate rises from here. It's still um, lifting quite gradually and as the Reserve Bank noted today, the, the financial system's well-placed. And while we are seeing pockets of stress and um, increase, broadly they're coming off very low levels. And, and, and so it's going to take some time before we see some of those stresses emerge. Kia ora, Henry. That's ANZ economist Henry Russell. In other business news, accountancy firm Henry is adding a debit card to its arsenal to help sole traders manage their expenses in real time. Henry estimates about $1.2 billion of small business expenses go unclaimed every year due to lost receipts and missed claims. Chief Executive James Fuller says the debit card links to a customer's Henry account and will ease some of the burden of doing business. If you're a tradie, you go to a hardware store and pick up a whole bunch of uh, wood. You pay using your your Henry card. You'll get a notification via your Henry mobile app that you've just made a purchase. Um, you take a photo of the receipt and you're done. Our accounting team will review that expense for you in the background. We'll make sure you get the right tax relief and adjust your tax rate. And so every time you get paid through your Henry account, you'll always be paying the exact right amount of tax because all of your expenses will be taken into account. And James Fuller says Henry's debit card has no additional fees and can be added to any digital wallet. He hopes the service will attract new customers who want a simpler way to manage tax and compliance. Well, time now to check in on the financial markets and we're joined by Belinda Stanley of Craig's Investment Partners. Good afternoon, Belinda. Good afternoon, Ron. Look, important economic data out this morning. Uh, how's the local share market looking? Yeah, well, we're having a positive start to the day here, sort of following on from um, offshore markets being a little bit higher as well. But currently the S&P NZX 50 is up 38 points at 10,796, so just over a third of a percent. So um, a positive start to the new month. Uh, just looking at some individual stocks there, we've got Auckland Airport up 4 at 738 a2 Milk, they're up three cents at 4.21. Contact Energy down to at 7.77. EBOS is unchanged at 34.99. Fletcher Building up to at 4.34. Fisher and Paykel Healthcare, they're up 16 cents at 20.97. Uh, we've got Infratil up 13 at 9.95. Meridian's just up one at 4.84. Main Freight's up 27 cents at 57.51. Port of Tauranga down two at five oh eight, Ryman up five at five seventy three, and we've got Spark up two cents at four ninety nine. And how's it looking in Australia? Is it also following those uh, offshore leads? Yes, it is. So it's up about the same amount, uh, uh, 0.4 of a percent, up 26 points at 6,806. And most uh, stocks trading a little bit higher over this day. We've got BHP up 28 cents at 44.78. CSL is up 84 cents at 233.19. Rio Tinto's up a dollar 49 at 119 dollars seven cents. Telstra is up one at 3.82. Uh, Woolworths just down 10 cents at 35.12. And zero is currently up 20 cents at 106.89.
And how's our dollar and uh, interest rates looking after the uh, unemployment and uh, other labour market data today? Well, they're all a little bit lower today. Um, against all our trading partners, we've come off a bit. Against the US dollar, we're at 0.5808. Against the Australian dollar, 0.9162. Uh, the euro is 0.5490. The pound, 0.4781. The yen is at 87.87. And the yuan is at 4.26. Um, just looking at those interest rates, those uh, five-year swap rates are down uh, 5 at 5.237. Our 90-day bank bill, that is steady at 5.68. We've got Brent spot oil today at 92.39 a barrel and gold's up $1.27. It's currently trading at $1,984 an ounce. Thank you, Belinda. That's Belinda Stanley of Craig's Investment Partners with our market update. And we'll bring you a wrap of the day's news and numbers around half past five in Checkpoint. But for now, Ben, that is business. Kia ora.